0: Since the beginning of civilization,
1: strange events have left people questioning what is real and what is sheer coincidence. From hidden history and conspiracy theories to ghost stories
0: and demonic encounters, follow us on our journey to uncover the truth and bring a light to the darkness. Welcome to the seventh layer. Do you believe? This lines up with something that I think I brought up in the Krampus episode, was that the time between the Old and New Testament was the same time that the Krampus legends came around. Because they came around, Krampus was a thing before St. Nicholas was a thing. Yes, you mentioned that. I'm too far from my mic, apparently. So, it's entirely possible that the reason why Krampus became a thing is because people actually were seeing something, and it was just demons. And for whatever reason, they decided to be publicly seen around that time, I guess. When was the Dark Ages?
1: That's weird. I was about to say I should know that, because I learned that. That was, like, four, five, three years ago that I learned that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my
0: goodness. 500 to 1500 AD. What years between Old and New Testament? Huh. Roughly 400 years. So that would have been, it says it is roughly contiguous with the Second Temple period, 516 BC to 70 AD. Uh, Actually, how about this? What year did the Old Testament end? I'm pretty
1: sure it straight up says, like, it was 400 years in between the books. Like, it says it.
0: Yeah, this source is saying that the Old Testament ended in 164 BCE. I don't know, that's weird.
1: Hello, guys, and welcome to the Seventh Layer. We are your hosts, Fiona and Emma. Emma, how you doing?
0: I am good. Stuff has been very weird lately. I Oh, that's what I was going to tell you. I believe as of like 3 or 4 days ago I experienced what I could only describe as lucid dreaming and it was weird. It was very what weird. Happened?
1: What what happened? Tell me everything.
0: I so whenever I take a nap without like like that's longer than maybe an hour, I end up sleeping for 4 or 5 hours and it's extremely difficult for me to get myself up like I will be aware that I am asleep and that I need to wake up. And I can't get myself into the awake period, and so I had that happen. But eventually, I got myself to wake up. But I still felt really, really, really weird. Um, and so I was like, "There is like a two percent chance I'm actually still asleep, but that's very unlikely." So I ended up calling my sister, and I was like, I "Had the passing thought of if I happen to still be asleep, the screen's gonna look weird." Well, the screen did look weird. It was completely black except for the like the little call time. So I deduced that I was still asleep. And so I, um, well, a little bit of background for this. Whenever, like in my dreams, light switches don't work. That is just a constant with my dreams. For whatever reason, I'll try to turn on any, literally any light and it doesn't turn on. So I went around the downstairs where I live in my parents' house and tried to turn the lights on and none of them were turning on. So I was like, oh, great still asleep and then i had this whole little christmas carol moment where i had to like talk to some people because i had unresolved issues in life but we never did anything andy black was there (laughs) it was weird and eventually i did wake up but i still felt really really weird so i did the light switch thing and they all worked so i figured that i was awake i was awake at that point when i finally did actually wake up and the lights were working so it's that's kind of like my inception thing i guess like You know the thing. That's Inception, right? With the top. And that girl has the chest piece. I've have never you seen? seen it. Oh, no! What? I have not <laughs> seen it. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, you, you have to. Um, well, in in the movie, DiCaprio's character has a little metal top that he'll spin, and if he's in the dream world, it just keeps on spinning and spinning and spinning. If he's awake and in real life, it'll stop. And so my thing is apparently light switches working or not working, so... Which would be really bad if the power was out.
1: Yeah. uh, I have something that tells me. And I can't scream in my dreams.
0: I used to not be able to. I
1: cannot scream at all. Like, I will try. Because I've had dreams where, like, something's haunted or I want to scream. And I can't. For the life of me. Also I just can't run properly. And there I've had plenty of dreams where I try and hit people. And it's like I'm trying to hit them through water. Or I'm like so weak. And like the slap mm-hmm. or the punch. And I just cannot do it.
0: I used to have that exact same thing happen. But when I think about it. I've had relative to my life of having dreams. Um, I've had several in the last few years. Where I can scream and I can run. I don't know why. It just randomly started happening. But the one constant is the lights. And I hate it because I am freaking 23 years old, still afraid of the dark. (laughs) Oh, it's awful.
1: I have these turtle lights and I will turn them on before bed. But also now I have Martin. I don't know if I've ever mentioned Martin. He's my hermit crab and I love him with my entire being. He's precious. He has a red light over his cage. So that now just stays on during the night. I, I mean, it doesn't bother me. I can sleep with all lights on.
0: I can't sleep with too much light on, um, but depending. If I'm trying to go to bed at night, I need it to be relatively dark, but I need some amount of light so, because if it's completely pitch black, also if it's completely silent, I will start hearing and seeing things. So I have
1: to sleep with music on because I hear things, but also my house is old, so
0: it creaks. If I ever get too freaked out and feel like I'm hearing things, or if I feel like it's too quiet, I will just turn on an audiobook with a sleep timer.
1: I had this dream one time, and I couldn't tell if I was dreaming, and I literally told myself, well, I'll know if I can scream, but I don't want to just scream <laughs> and be awake and have just scream, <laughs> and so I didn't do it. Um, I was dreaming. Mm. Spoiler alert. But I just try to I absolutely like,
0: deck someone.
1: <laughs> I was like, I can't. I was with my aunt and my brother in the dream, so I can't do. That. <laughs> you
0: just punch like, your grandmother in the face. <laughs> it's like, sorry. I thought I, I said it was brother. <laughs> I thought you said your grandmother and your brother.
1: No, it's my aunt and my brother. Oh, your
0: aunt. Even better.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I've also had a couple kind of lucid dreams where I will realize it. I've been trying to get better at it, but I have had a couple where I'm like, oh, I'm dreaming right now.
0: I don't know. Having been in that situation now, I don't know that I want to do it because first of all, I didn't think about doing any of the things that I thought I would if I were lucid dreaming. I would like try to see different people or like change the environment. I didn't. I was just dead set on trying to figure out if I was awake or not. Because it felt so real. My house was exactly the same. Everything was fine. There was no weird differences. Because, like, I I know a lot of my friends, when they have dreams in their houses, it doesn't look like their house.
1: It doesn't. It just looked exactly
0: like my house. That's
1: wild. See, I'll have dreams where I'm at school or church, but it's my house. But it looks different. Like, one wall will be gone. It's... Hmm. I one of the (laughs) you were talking about things to do so like i in one of the lucid dreams when i realized i was my first instinct was to create a fireball did it work (laughs) yeah what it took me a few seconds but i got this like tiny one. (laughs) (laughs) nice maybe i do want a lucid dream there are sometimes i'll have those dreams where like I can't wake up or like I'm super tired in the dream and I'm trying to wake up like I had a dream I was touring this school when I was really little but I couldn't keep my eyes open like I tried so hard but my eyes just wanted to stay closed the entire time hmm. and would not stay open I've had a couple like that I think I've had one like that and then um what's something else I was gonna bring up something else and I don't remember what it was exactly <gasps>
0: We should do an episode on astral projection.
1: You know what? I have a topic that can go along with that. Nice. And it's a side of TikTok I've been on for a few years now.
0: See, I have a theory that, like, I don't 100% believe or disbelieve in a lot of things that are metaphysical. Even if I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not real. There's still a little part of me that I try to stay open-minded about it because who knows? But um, I have a a belief slash theory that, Astral projection is actually just lucid dreaming so one time we should try astral projection or lucid dreaming or whatever and like try to find each other and if we have the if we wake up and we have the same exact experience and we can recount the same details, then we know it was real. oh, I remember what I was gonna say so whenever I look
1: up lucid dreaming. Or, like, how to do it. One thing is a dream journal, which I'm bad about. So, yeah, I'm impatient and want to do it immediately. And they're like, yeah. it's a process. And I'm like, I don't want it to be a process. Exactly. Like, dream journal. It's, like, ground yourself. So, kind of doing, like, a finger trick, um, looking at a clock, like, throughout the day, looking at stuff that's normal. So then when you're dreaming, you can automatically look at that thing, see that it's weird, and be like, I'm dreaming. Mm-hmm. But in my dreams... I'm not paying attention to that stuff. I let my mind take over completely. I'm doing whatever in my <laughs> yeah. dream. I am like I fully believe I am in that moment in my dreams, and then I wake up and I'm like, what? What? Where am I?
0: Exactly. Like, anyway, hopefully now topic,
1: I'm. Oh, uh, uh, I was just
0: gonna say, hopefully now that I've been able to recognize why lights aren't turning on in a dream. I will continue to do that in the future because I frequently have dreams like that where I'm trying to turn on lights and they are not turning on, regardless of where I am. So, all right. Anyways, you were saying?
1: I'm just saying the topic
0: that I'm thinking of. I think you
1: might find interesting. Probably. I don't know. I don't know if I should mention it now or not because it like coincides with if we have an astral projection episode, I'll mention it then. It will definitely go more than. I feel
0: like that episode has a lot of potential to be mostly discussion based. Because like oh, yeah. I've I been mean, thinking about it a lot. We need episodes like that. <laughs> oh my gosh, the the Insidious movies, their whole premise with the further. Have you seen those movies? Mm-mm. Oh, they're really good. They're very well made. James Wan is the director. Um, the whole premise of the way that the kind of I guess you could call it the astral plane, the way that it works, it is very close to how I believe that it actually works in real life. It's just, it's very interesting, regardless of the subject matter for the rest of the movie. It is a very twisty series. And as the more you watch it, you're just like, oh, I remember this from the first one, or this is how this is tied into this thing. And they're all very, very creatively interconnected. And so highly recommend. Good to know. Anyway, now that that tangent's gone.
1: <laughs> Dreams are weird. Okay. Should we get into it?
0: <laughs> Let's go for it.
1: So, my topic for today. It's kind of funny, because you were talking about biblical stuff earlier, and mine coincides with biblical stuff. Honestly, this seems like something you could have done, if I'm being honest. So, I was thinking one day, I was thinking of another topic that I was going to do, and I started thinking, I was at work at my church, and I was thinking, I'm trying to, like, stall as much as I can to see if...
0: just a few, a few little things are coming to mind. I, I want to hear what you, I want to hear what you have. I was thinking,
1: and like, I think I was like, no, it was kind of dark in there. Or I was thinking about like a few times, like I've been there by myself in the dark, and I'm like, it's kind of creepy in here. And like, there have been like rumors and stuff. But I was like, I've had a thought, and this is a good like discussion episode. I'm like,
0: mm-hmm. why are some churches haunted? That is not a topic I was going to cover. I thought you were headed towards the Nephilim. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I already
1: established you were going to do them. We, okay, good, we good, I've been that, looking
0: forward to that so long.
1: We established that during Yeti, I think, because I, I straight up said if you were... Oh, did we? I Because we t- mentioned them, and you said you were thinking of doing them, and I was like, good, because if you don't, I will.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right.
1: So today's topic is talking about haunted churches. The first half is going to be talking about some different like haunted churches I found. There's definitely a deeper dive. I could have probably gone into this. There also was not a lot that I could really find. Mm. Um, So that's the first half. And then the second half is just going to be us like discussing why we think like churches are haunted, especially since they're like holy grounds. So, yeah, that's nice.
0: (laughs) I immediately have a thought or kind of like a. i guess you could say a theory about them being haunted or it's not necessarily a theory i'm just gonna say it one thing that has stuck with me for pretty much my entire life is that churches are not like there is a physical building that is a church but the church is a group of people so a building is just a building it doesn't matter what you're doing in it well i guess actually it does because you could do some shady stuff but it's pretty much just the area The building could be there or not. If you were to have the building and do some shady stuff in it, like, I don't know, a satanic ritual, and then take the building and move it to another area, I'm pretty sure that the building itself would be fine. Unless you would...
1: Okay, let's let's save this for the end. Okay. And we will...
0: (laughs) That's probably for
1: the best! (laughs) Because that is definitely an end discussion. So, I found a list of haunted churches according to the websites The Lineup and Ranker. I have I have a lot of churches on this list, and only, like, three of them are out of the country, but when I tried to Google haunted countries in the world, this one website came up that I didn't fully trust for good info, so I was like, mm, and I didn't want to sit and watch a YouTube video because I
0: am impatient, so... <laughs> Got my journal. I'm ready. I'm taking notes.
1: Okay. A couple of them are in London, or I think at least one of them's in London, where I am going in May, so... I'm going to convince my professor to let me go to church on Sunday and go to a haunted one. So two birds with one stone. Nice. Okay. So the first haunted church and some of these I have more info than others. The lineup didn't really give me a lot of information on some of them and I had to like double check that they actually were haunted and it wasn't just making these up. Adams Grove Presbyterian Church in Dallas County, Alabama. It's no longer used for services. There are reports of a man with red eyes wearing hat who wanders the cemetery. Is it Mothman? Who knows? It could be. And there's a theory. There's a theory that the church was built on sacred Native American land.
0: That's always a good way to get haunted.
1: Of course. Next is St. Paul's Chapel in New York City. It's the oldest surviving church building in Manhattan, built in 1776. George Washington himself, the man, the legend himself, worshipped here, and it's that famous church known for like still standing after the 9/11 attacks, which is where I heard of it the first time. Oh. Like, it was really close to the building, the towers, and it survived. Oh, wow. Because God is just cool like that. He is. It has one reported ghost, actor George Frederick Cook, who donated his head to science to pay for medical bills. His ghost has been seen wandering the cemetery grounds looking for his head. (laughs) sorry.
0: Hold on. (laughs) I think we... I I was going to try and just let you keep going. (laughs) Uh, He donated his head... To pay for medical bills? Yes. Were it the medical bills for the removal of his head? I don't
1: know. That's what it said. Hold on. What?
0: Was it like a prepaid thing?
1: Pre order my head. There's a New York Times article from 1930 saying Cook's skull found in Philadelphia. That's a picture of his skull. Cool. Uh. Ooh, drop it in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I am not saving the image to my computer. That is not something FBI agents need to see when they search my computer after my death. Yeah, this is a legit 1930. I can't read the full thing because I'm not paying to read the full thing. Um, headless ghost, blah, 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 blah. So he died in New York of cirrhosis of the liver during the early months of the war. Uh, this is the War of 1812. Is he, having made his professional debut in 1776, cooked and bark, a cook embarked on a U.S. tour in 1810, playing cities like New York, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Boston, and Providence before becoming trapped here when the War of 1812 broke out. And then he died. Um, so apparently he also roams the streets of lower Manhattan near the sites of theaters where the actor used to perform. His bot... Okay, so his, most of... Most. The key word here is Most. Most. Of his body is in const at St. Paul's
0: Churchyard. This is
1: on, like, a WordPress website, so how...
0: Is it most because his head's not with it? As well as, apparently,
1: um, either a finger or a toe. That's
0: oddly specific, but okay.
1: Some guy with the last name Clean took... Mr. Or Clean? kept the bones of one of... Or Keen,
0: excuse me. Oh, Keen. Keen. I was like, Mr. Queen came in and stole his bones.
1: <laughs> Watch out, guys. Uh, well, kept one of Cook's digits. That's creepy. In a perfect world, the skull would be on display at the Muter Museum. But nay, it is in protective storage at the nearby university, co-founded by George McClellan. Uh, who's Muter? You know, it would probably help if I read the entire article. This is on trap. <laughs> Tra- travelanche someone's blog yeah um i haven't even gotten to the last part uh his s- actual skull was used as a prop in theater productions
0: i feel like that's <laughs> probably not the best idea but i mean e- more power to you i guess <laughs> it reminds me of that guy who i don't
1: even remember the whole story off the top of my head he died though And his body ended up being, like, a prop in the circus. It was, like, a mummified body or something.
0: Hmm. And everyone
1: thought it was a prop. And then one day he fell and they were like, oh, crap, that's a dead guy. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Christ Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Totally forgot a comma there. Wow, grammar police, who? Um, also attended by George Washington and Robert Ely. Rumored that souls of the dead who have not crossed over rise in and out of the graves in the cemetery, frequently appearing in photos taken on church grounds. Saint Louis Cathedral in New Orleans or New Orleans, uh, Louisiana. I have a little more on this one. Spanish ca- Capuchin. Friar Antonio del Sedea is said to roam the alleyway near his grave in the early morning hours. One of the other famous spirits is Père Antoine, who served there as a priest from 1774 until his death in 1829. He famously baptized Marie LeVu, the voodoo queen of New Orleans, and later performed the marriage to her first husband. Hmm. Um, His spirit has been seen walking through an alleyway outside the church. Named after him while singing, while quietly singing and looking in through the stained glass windows. A little creepy. If I was sitting in church and I see this guy looking through the windows, I'd be like, what? Um, and the first recorded sighting of his ghost was in 1824. Uh, other ghosts include his predecessor. I cannot pronounce this word. Pear. How do you spell Dagobert, it? Dagobert. P-E-R-E. Probably Pear. 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 We'll go with Pear. Um, the pirate Jean or Jean, Jean. Um, I'm just. Oh assuming. yeah, Jean. I know this. If it looks like I Jean, it's not. I know. I'm as a Star Trek girl, I should have known this because John Luke, Jean Lafitte, Lafitte, and even the infamous uh, Delphine LaLaurie, although some question the l- legitimacy of her sightings or hit, yeah, her sightings. So yeah, Saint Mark's Episcopal Church in Cheyenne, Wyoming. The hauntings began after the construction of the Bell Tower in 1886. One of the workmen, a stonemason, died while building the tower. It is said he remains there mumbling to himself and banging the walls. Hmm. Fun times. Hmm. This one's creepy. This next one. Most Holy Trinity Church in Brooklyn, New York. It was built in the late 1800s in Williamsburg on top of a former cemetery. It is said that not all bodies were properly exhumed, so their souls continue to haunt the church. If you're going to build something on top of a cemetery, take all the bodies out. Like, just just do it. Um, Their voices are heard in the hallways, and they turn lights on and off at random. Speaking of turning lights on and off. Yeah. In 1897, Church Sexton, George Stelz, was murdered in the church, but his killer was never caught. Since then, a bloody handprint has occasionally appeared on the wall leading up to the bell tower. The rectory is also the site of paranormal activity. The bedroom formerly used by, don't know how to pronounce that word, Monsignor Michael May, who died in in 1895, is rarely used, oh, the bedroom is rarely used due to his ghost making noise in the room throughout the night. And dogs visiting the rectory have also been known to stare at the main staircase, even though it doesn't appear that anyone is there. So, sometimes, hmm. If I saw a bloody handprint, I don't know what I'd do, personally. Yeah. Next, we have, um, this is a very short one, Church of St. Andrew in Staten Island, New York, founded in 1708, reported that flames of candles move with no explanation, and heavy music chimes ring and shake in the middle of the night. That, that's all I have of that one. Next, St. Mary's Episcopal Church in Kansas City, Missouri. Father Henry David Jarden, a controversial Episcopal priest, is believed to haunt St. Mary's Episcopal Church. He came to the church in 1879 when it was still St. Luke's mission, causing controversy by introducing Catholic practices, and there was speculation about Jarden having a somewhat dubious past. In 1886, he died in St. Louis from an apparent chloroform overdose, which the Episcopal Church ultimately deemed a suicide, and Jarden could not be buried at St. Mary's like he intended. Since his death, parishioners have smelled incense where there is none and seen a ghostly figure thought to be Jarden looking out one of the second-floor windows. During a paranormal investigation, an EMF detector, or electromagnetic frequency, went off near the altar, and the apparition of a priest believed to be Jarden was caught on film. His body was moved to St. Mary's in 2000, and his final resting place sits below the church's altar. Haunted altar. Yeah.
0: That's a good way to get that to happen. I have so many notes already. I guess technically it's not too many.
1: Next is the church I want to visit when I go to London. It's St. Bartholomew's Church. Oh, I've heard of that one. It began in 1120. So old. A monk named Rahir was responsible for receiving land and funds from King Henry I to build the church. But the church has a dark history. Several murders and executions took place on the grounds, including the burning of heretics. Not the greatest thing in the world. Today, several ghosts and unnamed entities reside within the church walls. The Duke of Argyle, painter William Hogarth, and the apparition of a priest have been seen in the church. There is also a white mist that appears in the center aisle, and some reports indicate that the mist forms into the shape of a woman. Now, this positive energy is countered by a black mist that is also seen in the church and is thought to be residual negative energy of all the violence. The church's most famous ghost is Raheer himself. The monk has been seen wandering the church, supposedly looking for his foot, which was allegedly stolen from his crypt centuries after his death. I don't know why out of all of the bones you would steal a foot. I would go for the femur personally. <laughs> oh my god. <gosh. laughs> the rib cage is where it's at. But the femur's the hardest bone to break.
0: That's fair. I feel like I would use the the rib cage or like the spine as like decor
1: fair enough or the skull hey skulls are Uh, the skull scares me a little too much it doesn't like scare me but i feel like you're most likely more likely to get haunted from a skull than you are like a toe or something
0: that's true i
1: feel like spine would be a close second though or at, like a hand
0: or foot Have like a that...
1: toe probably wouldn't do it
0: have you seen that guy with the spine wall no. there's a guy uh john's bones on instagram and i think he might be on tiktok uh his he like he's basically a bone dealer it's all ethical and there's a lot of like sciencey stuff um but he has a human spine wall he collects human spines he's got well over 100 now i think just like on a wall hang on i'm gonna that's... find this i need to send you a picture of this
1: oh god that's creepy um, I'm just going to finish this one out while you do that. It's also said that his ghost appears on the first day of July at 7 a.m. every year.
0: All right, here's the picture that I have. This is what it looked like the last time I saw it.
1: If dude doesn't have
0: the most haunted house, I'm going to be so surprised. That makes me feel so gross. I'm not even sure if this is his house. Oh, there that's his couch, I think, so...
1: Granted, I'm putting in my will that I want to be donated to the Tennessee Body Farm to have them experiment on my body. So, okay, I still have two more churches and a whole another article after this, <laughs> and the discussion. So I went through Saint Bartholomew's. Then we have Saint Andrews on the Saint Andrews on the Red Anglican Church in Selkirk, Manit- Manitoba, Canada. It's the oldest stone church still operating in Western Canada, built between 1845 and 1849. One of the most well-known hauntings is a woman in white who many claim died during the construction of the church and is now seen in the graveyard. uh, Parishioners and ghost hunters have also seen a man in black, because it's always either a woman in white or a man in black apparently, (laughs) lurking in the graveyard as well as a phantom car that suddenly appears and then disappears into the night. This part is very creepy. There's also a pair of red eyes that seem to float between headstones. Mothman. 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 <laughs> Even during the day, paranormal investigators have heard the sound of nails being driven into a coffin. The most... This part is what... Dude, we were just talking about dreams. I totally forgot this part was in it, and we were just talking about dreams. Tell me why a lot of the stuff that we were talking about coincided with my topic. Okay. So the most unsettling story to come out of this church is that people have often or often have nightmares after a paranormal encounter at the church. Those who have seen the red eyes, the woman in white, or the man in black, all report having vivid nightmares for days or even weeks after the encounter. And the sound of chains rattling against the locked cemetery gates is one of the common themes of these
0: nightmares. Freddy Krueger who? I've never seen the movie. <laughs>
1: I haven't either. <laughs> okay. We have one more church, and I literally, excuse me, made it its own uh, category. It is in my state of Georgia. I'm actually, like, relatively close to this place, too. Like, in an hour-ish, probably. Oh, nice. A little more than an hour. A high tower Baptist church, also known as Hell's Church in Canton, Georgia. Say Hell's Church? Yes.
0: Hell's Church. Like that just happened to be the name of the place or is it satanic we're getting there oh um so
1: i'm going to read a bunch of what people have said because there's a lot of mixed experiences here from both people who live in the area people who have visited some say that it's haunted and have had experiences others don't think that it's haunted and there's rumored supposed satanic worship
0: Mm -hmm. well it is called hell's church so yeah i feel like that alone poses some problems
1: let's see so the story goes that back in the 80s a boy was found mutilated most say that it was a cult killing but the church was shut down and the newspaper clipping of this horrible event still exists the church has been reopened but there's still accounts of hearing faint piano music coming from inside the church late at night this person on reddit who went what is their name starbuzz 94 Um, Someone had asked what their experiences were and they said, first I walked to the right of the building and I felt nauseous. I heard a faint chime. My mind made me think of a wind chime, so I asked the people I was with if there were houses in the woods and they said no. And the chimes got a bit louder and more melodious. We walked into the graveyard across the street and I saw what looked like a white apparition lift off of a grave about 20 feet in front of me. It sent shivers down my spine, very spooky and very oppressing. I felt like I was being pulled down constantly. Someone said this place has received a reputation for supposedly being the most haunted place in Canton, and that has given people license to make up sorts all sorts of bull about it. It was vandalized a few years ago, haunted or not, still an occupied church. Here's someone else's comment. Their account's been deleted, so I can't. This is like 10 years ago, this comment. I went here, and I want to say 2005-ish, Halloween. Being an upright citizen, I wanted to make sure it was not going to get me arrested, as all I wanted to do was take pictures. Cleric's office said that the current lease info was at the time still listed as nonprofit, likely due to there being a graveyard there. I only knew this because I asked if there was a way I could be put in contact with the owner to respectfully ask permission to shoot there. This info they were not keen to relinquish. What is understandable, either that or which is understandable, either that or they did not have it. While they could not guarantee permission, they told me that our best bet is if or if we wanted to visit safely was to visit the premises in daylight and make absolutely sure there were not any no trespassing signs sorry sometimes if i read too long my mind starts jumbling it all up and it's so hard for me to read oh okay this is the tldr because it was a lot to read uh amateur filmmakers drive up creepy road church is a church some lady had a spectral miscarriage what's that so the the people go get to the church and they find a balding guy in his mid 30s with a digital camera on tripod pointed at the church chain smoking Marlboro mar- whatever cigarettes and occasionally whispering back to a couple who are performing some sort of sage incense um, seance over one of the graves and he literally says Halloween go figure. So he gives Cigarette Guy their card, told him we had a scene that we scouted out here from internet recommendations, sorry if we spooked them. He said no problem and started staring creepily at her girlfriends at the time who minutes before were acting out a chase fall something kill. We were wrapping up the conversation when we started to get weirded out when the seance or as we started to get weirded out when the seance couple approached and began to tell us that we need to leave because she just felt herself miscarry mid-cleansing. Oh. I don't know. That's really um, creepy. Um. So this person was talking about the exact date of the foundation of the church is unknown. I'm on a like hauntedhovel.com Com now. It's this dude like Nick's account. Um. So the foundation of the church is unknown, but it's said to be around 1886. It was originally named New High Tower Baptist Church. It was always officially used as a normal congregation, but it is said to be at night a bearer of satanic worship. This Are supposedly we still happened. On hell's for- Church. Yes. Okay. This supposedly happened for over a century in tradition. There were several deaths as ritual sacrifices as well as drownings in the baptismal pool, which still exists today. Eventually, in the 1990s, a teenage boy sought vengeance on the members of the cult for using his father for one of these sacrifices. He and two accomplices proceeded to go out to the church in the night and burned it to the ground. There is no solid proof about the satanic practice. However, there were numerous reports over the years of people lingering at the church in the dead of night and of several deaths in the area. It should be noted that, strangely, nearly all the graves in the church cemetery are of deaths either extremely old or extremely young. There has since been a need, or a new, they spelled it wrong, church built on the same grounds, which is still used, the spelling errors, used to this day. There's also a large oak tree, which is rumored to be a bleeding tree, which several people said to be hanged. That'll do it. Yeah, the very first comment literally says, my grandparents are members of this church and my uncle is a preacher there. I went there as a child several times into my teen years. Never in these times have I ever experienced anything of this sort. The people there are warm and welcoming. I have fond memories and, um, of playing around the church after services during the summer. There is no satanic presence here. The boy who started all this, blame, all this blames a church for his father's suicide when his father wasn't even a member. This comes from ignorance and speculation of an old traditional Baptist church. Should you ever attend, you will find the sweetest, most welcoming people who just want to worship God in peace. Please leave them alone. The next person says, went with some friends recently and actually walked down to the baptismal pool and went inside. There wasn't a terrible feeling in the pool like there was pretty much everywhere in the church property. But when I got back to our car, my leg was burning and I realized I had scratch marks down my ankle that quickly disappeared. Hmm. This person said, I went back in 2010 with my husband and couple friends. This place made me very uneasy. I'm an impasse, so I could literally feel all the pain and suffering that was experienced there. There was screaming and crying that could be heard. I felt like I was being watched and followed. When we left, I had a burning sensation on my stomach, arms, and back. When we looked, I had been scratched. Um, A couple people talk, talk about their family being buried there. They've stayed the night down there all night long, and not one thing was out of the way to me this is kind of creepy a few months ago i went there with a group of friends you know stupid teenager crap at the time i didn't even know what hell's church was and my friend asked if i wanted to go so i was down but when we got there it was scary but we went at like 3 a.m this is one of those comments where there's like no punctuation (laughs) (laughs) when we got there it was scary but we went at like 3 a.m we were walking around and i just get this random chill through my throughout my whole body and keep in mind, it was, like, 80 degrees outside. A few minutes after that, I felt like I got scratched on my back, but I thought my friends were messing with me. After that, we went back near the hanging tree. There, We got near the hanging tree, and we saw something standing there. And after that, we just sprinted back to the car. It was a tall, tall figure over seven feet tall for sure. Mmm. Spooky. Well. All right. Um, I can't find that article, so... Seeing as we've already been going on for a very long time, do you want to just get into the discussion part?
0: I have a few things I would like to bring up, actually, if I can go ahead and get into it. Yes. Well, first of all, the whole thing with the ghosts in the churches, I have three notes on that. First of all, we're all well aware of my belief that ghosts aren't real and that it's all demons. Yes. So that leads into my theory of them, like, kind of trying to trick us, because, like, why would there be a demon in a church? And therefore trying to prove that ghosts are real. And if they prove that ghosts are real, or if they make us think that ghosts are real, <clears throat> then we'll think, oh, well, then they can stay here. And then that just disproves the whole thing about you. When you die, your soul goes to heaven or hell. And then that tries to disprove God. My other thought was angels, because if demons can pretend, can look like people and ghosts and whatnot, technically so can angels because they are the same species.
1: Well, they have in the past. Like, in the Bible, they've appeared as people.
0: Oh my gosh, you're right. No,
1: you're completely right. (laughs) That's how they appeared. Okay, so I'm
0: wondering wondering if, would angels want... Oh, wait, actually, that would make sense. Angels protecting the church, but they don't want to scare people because of what angels look like. So they're going to take on the form of people. I want to... Potentially.
1: Jumping back to what you were saying about... The church not being the building, but the people. Like, I had to teach myself that very recently with my own church drama. (laughs) I, like, it is definitely the people. Like, it literally says that in the Bible. It's the people. Like, yes, buildings can be very, like, nostalgic and stuff. Again, personal experience over here. But it's the people 100%, but also, like, experiences and energy that you throw into this stuff because walls saturate everything stone and like wood and all that sponges for the energy so that does make sense if there's like satanic rituals happening in these buildings or not even just satanic rituals so i do something at my i have two churches now i guess or like the nursery that i work at the church nursery that i work at we do something called safe sanctuary It is something with the United Methodist Church, but then my church specifically also has one. But we have to do this training once a year, and we go through the different types of child abuse, but also elder abuse, which while it doesn't fully apply to us in the nursery, one thing I like to tell people, because I got trained at one point in place of my boss to give these safe sanctuary trainings. So one thing I tell people is uh, just because we aren't dealing with the older people in this community or in this congregation we still see them so we need to keep watch of them but one of the forms of abuse is ritual abuse which is never a fun one to have to go over um actually interesting actually hold on do i have oh god opening this drawer was a horrible mistake oh things are falling (laughs) i have it stacked to the brim emma this is and my backpack is in the way god i don't think i even have it in here i have the sheet in my car, but I'm not going to my car for it. Oh, but, huh! I do! I do! This is back from, like, 2018, though. It has since updated. But the, um, I'm sure the definitions are the same, and I'm very sure ritual abuse is in here.
0: Da, 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 da. I'm eager f- to hear what ritual abuse is. Ah, I found it.
1: <clears> hmm.
0: <throat> um... <laughs>
1: So, ritual abuse. Abuse in which physical... This is going to get dark, y'all. I'm sorry. This entire episode has been a little dark at times. Yep. Um, Abuse in which physical, sexual, or psychological violations of a child are inflicted regularly, intentionally, and in a stylized way by a person or persons responsible for the child's welfare. The abuser may appeal to some higher authority or power to justify the abuse. The abuse may include cruel treatment of animals or repeated threats of harm to the child, other persons, and animals. Reports of ritual abuse are often extremely horrifying and may seem too grim to be true. Children making such reports must not be ignored. And some of the signs, we're also given, like, the signs that a child has been through these different kinds of abuse, like physical abuse, emotional, sexual, ritual, and then there's also elder abuse, which, again, not fully pertaining to us. Um, But ritual abuse, possible signs, disruptions of memory and consciousness, unexplained mistrust and mood swings, flashbacks, fear of the dark, especially at sundown or a full moon, nightmares or sleep disorders, and any of the symptoms of sexual abuse, which include um, unusually advanced sexual knowledge and or behavior for a child's age and developmental stage, depression, cries often for no apparent reason, promiscuous behavior, difficulty walking or sitting, Um, bruised or bleeding in their no-no areas, exhibits frequent headaches, stomach aches, extreme fatigue, and STDs. Um, And then there's there's a story that goes along with this that one of my um, church people, when she would do the trainings, would tell. But um, also, if any of you at church and see these signs now, you know. But ritual abuse. Um, It's something that we have to keep an eye out for because there is ritual stuff can be happening in the church like on Sundays and the parents wouldn't know it there was this is the story that this lady told she was the children's minister at the time so the kids would go into like this barn I think or this other building and do their children time during service I already hate it and like you when I was growing up all the kids would be like separated kind I mean you had like your third through fifth graders in one place Your younger's in another and it was like your Sunday school you do worship games snacks like all this fun stuff um but these kids during service would go to another building and then the parents would be worshiping and doing their own thing and so this was going on for a while parents suspected nothing everything seemed hunky-dory and then one day she the little a little girl goes finally like reveals what's been going on to their parents to her parents and they go in and this pastor had been doing like ritual crap to these kids i don't even remember like the full extent to it but it was like really 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 bad and he was doing this on sundays while the parents were in the same vicinity so like
0: i don't feel too great
1: yeah so stuff like that and then you see plenty of times of like in the catholic church and probably like other churches but you see it a lot in the catholic church priests abusing like boys and girls but you see it a lot with boy like younger younger boys
0: mm.
1: priests abusing children amongst children and all of that negative energy going back to the negative energy gets soaked see see i went full circle there was a big big brain moment it's for a circle my adhd mm-hmm. just takes the extremely long way around but i get there it,
0: it really does <laughs> <laughs>
1: But, like, again, the church, like, the building soaks up all of this negative, negative energy when it comes to all of this stuff. And um, that negative energy doesn't produce the best things. Like, that's probably could be how demons pop in. I mean, mainly, like, the satanic rituals that can happen at these things.
0: It, that actually connects to another one of my points that I have uh, in a bit.
1: What What's your point?
0: Oh, well, I was just going to say... um. Um, I have something in here about like rumors being started, like the whole thing about the rumors about the uh, Church of Hell, Hell Church, Hell's Church,
1: Hell's Church, yes, or a uh, High Tower Baptist.
0: Yeah. So with that church, even regardless of whether or not rituals and stuff and like satanic activity was actually happening, whether that was happening or not, rumors alone of it could bring up the whole Gore thing, manifestation and any negative energy. Another point here I have is like basically bad rumors will invite bad vibes. So like something I learned is that if you gossip, if a lot of people are gossiping about somebody, they have the potential to cast demons onto that person whether they know it or not. Like if you're like I have I have a friend who we we both know her. She was had a really rough time in grade school and people would talk bad about her behind her back and then it turns out she had a her the rest of her life up until recently has just been not great, and then eventually she met with somebody who spoke to the demons that were attached to her, and got them to go away. Like people throughout her life had cast demons onto her. So just basically, if you want it, you'll find it. If you don't want it, you won't, because there are people who will say they have never heard, like the people who said, "Oh, we go to this church all the time, and nothing bad ever happens. We don't see anything bad happening," and then you hear all the rumors about bad stuff happening. So, like, the whole thing with, like, Shane and Ryan. Ryan gets a lot of activity during their their investigations. Shane does not. Because he's the skeptic. And he's the one who doesn't really believe it that much. Yeah. E- exactly. Um, But, like, with what you were saying about the whole... The walls absorbing things. Physical materials can absorb negative energy. It's 100% a thing. Everything has vibrates on a frequency. And there are some frequencies that are bad. And there is metaphysical energy and all that. Like... The friend I just mentioned, she can walk into a room and tell it's been prayed in. I can walk into a room and tell that there's something bad in there.
1: I'm still working on my empath
0: abilities.
1: (laughs) Like, I'll walk into a place... Part
0: of me is just getting spooked, but that's another point.
1: Like, I, I will go into a place that I think is haunted. And I really try and, like, pick... Like, when I went hiking a few weeks ago, it was at this national battlefield... That is known to be haunted because it's civil war. It was the bloodiest battle in the Atlanta campaign, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and we were at this union camp kind of thing, and I was trying so hard to, like, pick up on anything, but like, I'm still trying. I need to read my book that I got, The Empathic Ghost Hunter, but I'm trying so hard to pick up on energies, and I feel like I have this, like, wall, which is (laughs) probably probably the Holy Spirit trying to get me to, I hit my mic, not do this. I'm just like, I want to pick up on stuff, but you know, the cross necklace is probably not helping, but I'm not taking this thing off.
0: I still need to get one.
1: I just, I try so hard and I will really try and like somewhat open up, but I'm also like nervous too. So that could also be it. I don't know. I'm still like, I can tell I'm empathic, like emotionally. My God, (laughs) I am way too much of an emotional person and I hate it because like, I want to be that like cool, not emotional, not cool, but like. That, like, non emotional person who doesn't cry to anything. And then I'll get on TikTok and get a whole slew of like soldiers coming home, uh, cute dog videos, like old people. Oh, yeah. And I'm sobbing the entire time I'm watching it because I'm just like picking up on the energies of these videos and these people. So I like, I pick up on people's feelings more than anything. And again, I can visualize like places, but my empathic abilities are more like I pick up on other people's feelings and emotions.
0: Mm -hmm. so that's where mine's at working on it speaking of clairvoyance dogs you mentioned the dogs would like look at things on the stairwell when there was nothing there yes They're definitely seeing something. If if an animal does that, you know that there's something there. They're not just going crazy. So that in and of itself proves that there's a little different rumors. What? 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 I
1: don't like thinking about that because I will be with my cats. I'll be hanging out with them, maybe in like my grandparents' bedroom because they don't like to hang out with me in my room. But also it's a horrible mess. We'll be chilling. And then they just turn and stare into like the hallway or something. And there's nothing there. And I'm like, y'all need to stop this now. Y'all need to turn that little head around and go to sleep.
0: I'm so sure. Hey, maybe they're seeing an angel. True. If you don't feel any bad vibes, they're probably just an angel. I
1: just get freaked Unless out. Unless
0: it's entirely possible. And I'm wondering if angels and demons have similar energies and people could get confused.
1: I'd hope not. I feel like those would be two very different energies. Two extremely different yeah. energies.
0: Yeah, but, like, if they maybe had the same frequency, because if their species is the same. But they fall, and they kind of become something different. I've got to do research on that. I don't know everything about that. But, yeah. But that's about, that's all I have for my notes, so.
1: I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to add.
0: Yeah, you... Or want to Mm -hmm. add.
1: I kind of said my piece. Dark church history, or, like, just dark things that happen in the church. Walls. Walls. Satan satan there are some weird churches out there Mm-hmm. looping background. like you have the snake churches you have the what now <laughs> 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 they use snakes in their worship though i'm pretty sure people have died so i just i wouldn't be surprised if like all the freaky stuff happening in churches caused a lot of this oh a hundred
0: percent a hundred percent
1: but also like there was that one church that had all the murders and stuff. Pretty sure it was St. Bartholomew's. Hmm. Again, the one I'm trying to visit for Sunday morning. Oh.
0: Mm, okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, that's it for today, guys. Thank you for listening. If um, you want, please follow us on all of our social medias Instagram at Seventh Layer Podcast, X at Seventh Layer Pod, TikTok, which I need to be better about, Seventh.Layer.Pod. Uh, um, if you want to email us for whatever reason, email us at seventhlayerparanormal@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And all of the sevenths and all of this are spelled out, not just 7th. Emma, where can you listen to us?
0: You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and eventually we will have some stuff on YouTube. You can find all of our links on our link tree. If you go to our website, scroll down to the very bottom, you will see links for our link tree, Instagram, X, and YouTube, as well as our email. You can just go ahead and click that and email us very quick and easy. If you want to see any pictures that we shared with each other in today's episode, go to our homepage, click listen, scroll down and click episodes, and you will see the archive where you can find the episode media for each and every episode that we upload. At the moment, it is a little bit out of date. I need to go through and update a few things, but those should be up by the time this episode is out. Be sure to rate us and let us know what you think. I know that you can rate us on Apple Podcasts, and if you would like to support the podcast, you can donate to us through our GoFundMe, which the link to that is on our homepage. You can also subscribe to our Patreon, which you can find in our link tree. And right now we only have one tier, which is a dollar a month, and it gives you access to our Discord server, as well as any promotional codes that we may have in the coming future. And that is all that I have. So that's all for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We look forward to having you guys with us next week. That'll be my episode what that is we'll find out (laughs) i have no idea i am am so unprepared
1: i am excited no matter what
0: i have a few ideas for what i want to do for the next episode so yeah we will see you next week and thank you for visiting the seventh layer